Horrible. Well, that was pretty much my takeaway, but yeah, I could go. I could talk about this book for hours. All right, well, uh, we'll move on to Gavin it then. Happy that other people enjoyed it. Too. <laughs> thank you very much for your and dude, I'm so stoked that you showed up. Oh, I appreciate I appreciate y'all appreciate y'all having me. I'm gonna try to jump in with these as as much as I can because, like I said, I, the community is amazing and this book is just Chef's kiss. It's it's great. So, so we'll, we'll see you, Gavin. So I made a few mistakes as I started reading, and I, I pulled up the audio book on YouTube, and I hopped right in. I didn't look at any of the background or anything, and all I ended up was super confused, <laughs> and I was just so lost. So I looked up uh, on Spark Notes, like the summary, to kind of understand like the plot and what was happening, and then now that I've heard you guys talk about it, I understand a lot better, and I guess from the limited understanding that I was able to take away from it... It's the choice between personal ego and, you know, how I maybe feel that I am as compared to society, how I compare myself to others, and how I impose myself to others as compared to, do I just choose happiness? Right. And ultimately, be happy. I mean, I guess you could suck, and as long as, you know, you can still live happy, but, you know, obviously that's not the way to do things, but... I guess it's more worrying about yourself and what you need rather than what others think and what others want to try to push on you or societal norms. Yes, which I'll come back to that. So, so my, my quote from page 34, uh, line 17, mm. I cannot help thinking it is not man's lot to attain happiness so easily. Good fortune is like the palaces of the Enchanted Isles the gates of which were guarded by dragons. Happiness could only be obtained by overcoming these dragons. So, do you remember when Gates of Fire, when the, the uh, Persians finally got over the wall and they were so happy, they didn't know what to do with themselves? Because they were like, oh my God, they've been trying to get into this by, for three days and they haven't gotten into it and here they are and they didn't know what to do. So, sometimes, you know, you maybe it's, your most perfect day and everything is super duper awesome. Can you guys hear me or is it like... Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. On my side, it sounds like I'm... Uh... Oh. It's like a double... Anyway. Um... Oh, so, all right. So sometimes if you're happy and you don't know why, don't question it. Right? Be like, it's just a great day. I got no worries. Right? Life's a happy battle and sometimes the battle's not that hard. You know, maybe you wake up in Puerto Rico, or maybe you wake up, you know, next to someone you love, or, you know, and you're just happy. If you're just happy, don't question it, go with it. If if it's something that's happy, but it's maybe at the expense of another person, then question it. Be like, I shouldn't be happy. Like, uh, somebody falls down. How many people laugh? Like, I will ask somebody, dude, are you okay? And it, yeah, okay, then I'll laugh. But I will not laugh because I don't know how many times... Uh, we were we were going to a jump. We all had all our equipment on. The guy stepped off the curb and then buckled and fell. His uh, tibia broke from from the weight of the ruck, and he was just done. And I was like, "Holy moly!" And you know, I, I didn't. I just I can't laugh because you got to make sure somebody's okay, and then you can laugh. You know, it's because you got to know when to laugh. But if 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 it's too easy, then maybe something's wrong. But then again, if it's if it's easy, then you're in the right place. 
Well, you said in the beginning about, I guess, I'm trying to remember exactly how you said it, but it was like a change in thought or like a change in happiness or whatever. And that really reminds me of like the pipeline and how that affects people from when they start, like pretty much where I am. And then, you know, they think they know what being a PJ is, you know, they want to kind of be that. And then ultimately, once you become a PJ, it's totally different. So I guess that's something that I realized that it, what you said reminded me of, and it's a super good point. And when you get to the top of the mountain, or so you're looking at the top of the mountain, you're like, hey, I bet the view is going to look like this. And then when you get to the top of the mountain, the view is totally different from how you thought it would be. And I would almost say that that's everything. 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 You, you think, once you're an adult, this is what life will be like. Once you have kids, once you don't have kids, once you retire, you have this idea of what life is going to be. And I, I would say it's almost never, ever what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's that, it's the expect, we have this expectation of what things will be like. And then expectation always leads us to disappointment because it's never, it's never like it's going to be. Ever. Although sometimes it's better. Yeah, sometimes better. Sometimes not, but sometimes better. But Shanda and I are in about the best days of our lives, minus some surf. It's pretty good. That means the only thing that would make my life better would be is if I had waves. So, uh, like the hairstyle waves, like exactly people, and you'll always have waves. I do. We are waves. We're energy waves, bro. Light waves, sound waves, radio waves, all waves matter. Mm-hmm. How, are, how are you, Jonathan? I'm doing okay. Very busy, but uh, I'm persevering, which is good, I think. Mm-hmm. You're still thriving. Um, I guess I'm on the way to thriving. All right. I'm, I'm like, uh, like if, like if you had a garden that was thriving, it'd be like the stage where you're, you're clearing the brush away, kind of. I don't know. You do you do you do any yard work? Yeah, I. <laughs> that was one of the things that I would do um, when I didn't want to do schoolwork. Is I just go outside and do yard work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I've been uh, talking about it. I was raking. And as I was raking, I was thinking about, like, why am I raking? This isn't... Well, one, it's not my yard. And I'm like, you know what, though? I would make it look nice. I was like, all right, I can make it look nice. And then as I'm raking, I'm, I'm like, the grass is going from kind of down to up. So then I'm like, oh. Because I was thinking about, like, I'm raking. I'm, like, hurting the grass. But then as I... As it, as it got more light, I'm like, oh, I'm helping the grass. I'm taking away the dead. I'm, like, cutting its hair. I'm, you know, whatever. And then just was examining, like, what I was doing and how I was doing it and why I was doing it. And just thinking about it took it off my mind. And I'm just, you know, taking pride. And I want to make it nice for Shanda's grandma. You know, she's 91 years old. So when she comes out, I want her to see a nice yard instead of like, oh my God, there's dog poop everywhere. And what are all these plants dying everywhere? You know, so it, there, there being a pride, but my pride being for the greater good and to make other people happy. And we were talking about pride earlier. I don't know if you caught on or you came in after that, but, um, just where pride can be a good thing and a good motivator so there's good stress and there's bad stress. I mean, all that. And, and it's all in the book. Like the barn said, 
this book has everything, which is what another reason why I like it because it is it gives you history, it does give you romance, it does give you action, it gives you history, knowledge, relationships, philosophy, religion, uh, everything that gets just rolled in your because it is it's life. It, it is a, a statement on you know, and and if we're not all Job's. Uh, I think we are, <laughs> you know, in that things happen to you and how do you take them? You know, uh, a cynic is a failed romantic. Uh, a jihadist is somebody who gave up on, you know, trying to find peace and just, you know, was at the end of the rope. So people came from, Hitler was once a baby and probably didn't hate anybody. You know, so at some point, he learned it or or developed it but nobody's born with hate in their heart yeah, that's why i'm always bothered when people say like would you kill baby hitler because like it wasn't the baby that was the problem it was it was like the the things around him that like led to him being you know who he was and like it was, it was the you know cultural atmosphere i guess so it's like you could kill the baby that's going to be Hitler, but that doesn't mean that another baby's not going to just, like, take his place, you know? And that one may be worse. Mm. Yeah. So then I, I remember once I thought, like, if you're going to kidnap, like, let's say kidnap instead of kill. If you're going to kidnap a baby, I think it'd be funny if you kidnapped, like, a baby Michael Phelps and just never let him swim. Because then the only thing that you'd know is that Whoever was in second place in all his races is just going to be in first place. Like, you already know the exact outcome. And it's like this, this you know, a dude might have just grown up, become like a happy accountant or something like that. But, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the only kind of situation where when you take a specific baby, you can actually see the exact outcome. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to let you have the time machine. <laughs> you come around fucking up my world. <laughs> well, no, but then they're just like you already know who's going to be the winner. This is the second place person. I dream. You know what's I dream of one day of having Michael Phelps's glide ratio. That dude has the most beautiful glide. But what about what about like Jim Smith? You know Jim Smith, the great swimmer who was first place in two thousand eight until you know. He was kidnapped as a baby and wasn't allowed to swim. <laughs> so you don't you don't know if there was another person ahead of Michael Phelps though. I would know. Sorry to take it out. I would know him in the wrong world. I'd be like, God dang it, Jonathan, <laughs> put him back. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. I don't know. I, I like know it. no no. Feel it. I, I like you come at things from different ways. Mm. The the more <laughs> angles you can see for something to understand something or even to understand somebody. You know, like I said, people who think of Flat Earth, you know, like, whatever, but at least they're thinking, right? They're they're not believing everything. They're not, they're thinking. And if you give me someone that's thinking, I can work with that versus somebody that's fixed mindset and says, you know, no, women shouldn't be able to vote and, you know, black people can't drive, you know, like, whatever. I mean, it's all those stereotypes and things that just people just get stuck in and and I want to challenge you guys because I I want to say no. I want to say the older you get, that the more limber you should get. But there's also the opportunity the more stuck to be the older you are. So like, 
you know, the Dalai Lama's like, dude, you know, he's like, Phew. he's like Neo, but in real life versus, you know, pick any Republican or Democrat in this way. And they're both stuck in their own thought. And they both think that they're right and won't accept anything from the either party. And it's like, can't you both be right? Or can't you both be a little wrong and somebody's a little right and we find a middle? Um, so always stay limber in your mind, your body, and but not flexible with like your morals. You know, don't step on your code or, or hurt people to make yourself better. But as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're doing the right thing, uh, live a free life and don't worry about nothing at all. Because it's all bullshit when it gets down to, you're like, oh, that dude cut me off. Okay. You know, all right. You'd be mad for a second or two and be like, ah, ah, all right. And then what are you going to do? You're not going to shoot him, I hope. So, uh, but I think, I mean, all right. So like, let, or let's go back to, um, or let's go to uh, lately, uh, Micaiah Johnson, the girl that got, the 16 year old with the knife that got shot. And do you guys see that or? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you and I are in an argument, maybe I hit you, maybe you hit me, uh, maybe one of us is done and then, and then we're done. Right. When did knives and guns start coming into arguments? So if, if you're coming up into an argument and one of us has a knife and I'm about to stab you, then I mean, that's as much as going to war with Syria or somebody. You know, it's 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 the same thing, just on a global scale. Why am I going to kill you? Over what? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we may never know, and I'm not making judgment calls on anything or anybody, but if... And you guys might come into a situation like this. Like, w- during Katrina, they wanted us to carry uh, sidearms. And I said, I am not shooting an American who just went through a flood if if they kill me fuck it i die like that's fine you know and it's not it's not i don't want to die but i'm not going to kill somebody that just went through a flood um it just doesn't seem right now i'm a cop and i show up and i got a girl about to stab somebody yeah she's gonna get shot because you you're about to kill somebody so i mean you uh, we i was a big proponent of non-lethal things they came up with a claymore of tasers and we could use that because you i don't know if you guys are watching news whenever an american plane gets shot down there's always people climbing on it well as a pj you'll have to go we went and got uh drones and had to go cut out certain parts of them and and blow up the rest and so you might end up doing that well when you show up at these crash sites there's a thousand fucking um, people, goat herders and people just climbing on it and you're like, oh shit. So they came up with this claymore that drops down and it tases everybody. So that way it's not lethal and they get the fuck out of the way, right? I don't want to kill you, but I also don't want you to kill me or any of my friends. So we do what we got to do in the most non-lethal way and, and as a PJ, you know, you're afforded that uh, option. And it even capitalized PJ. That's awesome. That's so, um, thank you for letting me have that rant. <laughs> we got Michael. Or, not Michael, um, Jonathan. Oh, uh, from the book? 
I have only gotten to the uh, first two chapters, but there were two lines that I really liked that I saw between, oh. um, well, there was the one where uh, Dante is visiting his dad and he's, and, you know, he's, he sees that there's no wine there and his dad says like, uh, I'm, I'm without, I, I'm not without anything when you're here. And then it kind of is like echoed a little bit later when uh, the neighbors kind of telling Dante's that uh, the um, that like what if you don't make captain? Is this girl gonna leave you? And he's like, I don't need to be captain if like you know, because I'm just me. And like that that's not a th- that that label isn't like a thing that's gonna make me a better person that or make me more desirable. And I liked how that was kind of like a parallel between the things where it's like you can kind of see that uh, both of them know what they value. Like, it doesn't matter if you don't have wine. It doesn't matter if you don't make captain. You know, it's the people and the connections that they have with each other that really matters. Yeah. So, in the in the first two chapters, I had six lines that I really did me in. And so, there is a providence that watches over the deserving right and and not that i'm saying that you're deserving or i'm deserving or anyone's deserving but if you do your best every single day and you, you kind of like are humble and grateful for every single thing you got then you are deserving you know not because you're anything special but you're doing the right thing and you're like my grandma she went to church twice a day and three times on Sunday and lit I don't know how many candles for my safety like starting when I was young and like I appreciate if I know that the reason I'm here is because of all those prayers like because that woman put so much love towards me energy towards me love into me that I mean I'm she's the wind beneath my wings like I'm still gliding off of the love that she gave me and taught me, you know? And so, you know, if you appreciate, like you, you're saying, the people around you and, and what they are, you know, like I could buy you a gift or, hey, why don't I take you out to dinner and we talk, you know, and I give you my time. And and that's what's important, the time that you spend with people, not, I mean, it's nice, oh, hey, well, yeah, oh, dude, it's awesome, thank you for your gift. And But it's more awesome the gift of somebody's time. So you you're onto it, you're doing well. I like it. Do you have anything else? Um, well, kind of like in anticipation of of what I imagine is going to happen <laughs> later on with like vengeance and stuff. Well, I mean, like the first two chapters, you can you can tell that something's there's you some know, rotten in state of Denmark brewing. Yeah, but um. There's the line when he was talking to the neighbor where he talks about um, how even when you have repaid your debt, you still owe gratitude afterwards. And that that just seems like, I don't know, some kind of foreshadowing-ish thing or, you know, something that can get deeper meaning. Well, because, like, when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a nice saying. But then, like, now kind of thinking about what's possibly going to be going on, I think that's probably more significant than it first appeared that was one of the other quotes that i had was because i felt that was very important I'm like dude 
And I think that's about when the time I figured out that there, there's more foreshadowing in this book than I ever noticed. <laughs> Shaki, you have oh. to read a book like twice. Oh, sorry. I was yeah, just no, 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 no. Keep going, keep going. More than once. Yeah. So you have to, you know, just that you have to read it more than once to actually see everything. To see it multiple angles. Maybe even read it backwards. I don't know. Dude, and every time you read it, it will be different because you'll be different place, different age, different thought process. You know, you'll always be you, but you'll you'll have more knowledge or hindsight. Yeah, there's like that river quote where this, the uh, a person doesn't walk through the same river twice because it's a different person and it's a different river. Yep. Mm. Did did uh, did everybody already read the book like once? No. 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 Most people. There's maybe three of us that have read the whole book. Okay. 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 So yeah, are, are we are we killing okay. it for you? Are we too much? No, no, no. It's it's, it's totally fun. It's totally cool. Uh, no, I'm I'm uh, the book the book is gonna get here in a couple of days, so I, I, I'll get on. Mm-hmm. I'll get on it for sure. Right. Um, it sounds good. It sounds like like it's a really really good book. It's a very good but, book. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So, what'd you read or what'd you learn this week? Uh. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I, I'm reading. Uh, uh, oh, I, I finished reading the 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 book the book uh, by uh, the the Alan. Uh, oh, Alan. Yeah, Alan's yeah. book. Uh, so that was good. That, that gave me a lot of uh, a lot. Of, that gave me a lot of insight. So that was really cool. Um. Then, so I'm reading, uh, I finished reading that, and then I started reading uh, this book, it's called, it's called Starting Strength. It's, it's just, it's like a, like a book about like how to, how to lift weights, but it's like, it starts you off from like the, the beginning, like the, 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 the start, start. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see that. All right, well, give, give me two things you learned from Alan's book. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, man. Oh, you putting me on the spot. Mm. Uh, that's, that's, that's good, though. That's I, what the I book comes that. about, man. <laughs> that's it. I need that. Uh, so, so, um, damn. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, all right, all right. So, uh, for, so, so first of all. Uh, that, that I need to prepare, like, actually need to prepare for, like, um, <clears throat> uh, like, WaterCon. Mm-hmm. I actually need, like, a, uh, probably a couple months of just, like, preparing for that. Because, uh, because, because uh, it's, it's, it's some, there's a lot of skills involved. Like, uh, like the egg beater uh, thing, for example. Uh, I learned that, that, uh, Mobility is, is a is a big uh, a big uh, issue with like with the uh, beater and stuff. So so I need to get on on my like hip mobility and stuff. I need to get on that. Um, what else? What uh, well, All right. So are you practicing? Are you practicing your egg beater or what are you doing? Uh, right now, I'm just practicing. Like uh, I'm I'm just working on my mobility because I'm not I'm not there yet. 
honestly, like I just I need to learn how to swim first <laughs> before I can even like get to a point where I'm like I can practice because it's like it's too. I feel like it's too many skills to acquire at the same time. I feel like you're making too many excuses. I feel like you could be sitting right now. You could grab your bed and you could do okay the egg beater. And then you switch the okay. other one, and then you sit on your couch okay. and you do that. Thirty minutes a night. In fact, I, we should make the book club. Everybody should be treading the entire time. Should be doing this okay. bullshit sitting because you're like not thinking and you're like, oh, getting lazy. So if we all, this is a, so the next book club. We're gonna stand and we're gonna practice for a half hour while we're talking because this is what you need to do. Thirty minutes a night for six weeks. And that's how you're gonna learn to tread. You know, right. you know those like right. cycling coats. Oh, sorry. Cycling coats. Oh no, no. Oh yeah, sir. Do you know those like cults where it's like a borderline <laughs> cult where they're where they're like exercising on the little bicycle things. You you should do that, but just oh, oh, oh. you you gotta invent one one that goes this way instead and then pioneer your own cult. If I come up with a machine like that yeah 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 and it's just like you get I'm sure you could do that all right so first off Shin and I swore we we were no cults that's why we have no leaders we are a leaderless no cults <laughs> that way because it could become very easily a cult I have seen I, I myself would have joined a cult probably at some young age but luckily, I only joined the Air Force, right? So I joined a good cult. Um, but you almost, you, you almost like to get through life. I think maybe have to find a cult, but that isn't a cult. You know, it's something that works for you, something that that you you know feel united with somebody, um, because it it can get you know kind of lonely if you think that you're the only person or the only you. But you know, getting to meet other people and like, oh, okay, like punk music for me. Once I heard the band Suicidal Tendencies and was like, whoa, be suicidal for life. Like, it's all about, you know, you can't bring me down. Just this positive message and saying, oh, they're, they're, how will I laugh tomorrow when it came to smile today? You know, there are other angry people out there and I'm not alone. And, and punk music saved my life. Was surfing. And Say sunshine. punk? Punk music? Yeah, dude. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> what kind of music do you listen to? PC uh, Boys. I, I, I kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. That too. <laughs> that too. A lot of a lot of hip hop. And then I I go like I go like oh like everything like hip hop and then classical music, but uh, I think like a lot of hip hop and uh, oh 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 you know I, I don't know if you know like this this. Uh, uh, this uh, playlist like uh, it's called Chilled Cow. Chilled Cow. Like, it's like famous. Yeah, chill, Chilled Cow. Somebody must know. It's it's like on YouTube. It's like oh, it's like cow. famous now. No. Yeah, Chilled Cow. It's like it's just like lo-fi beats. Oh. Okay. So I, I end up I end up like always listening to that because it calms me down. All right. So it's not really a genre, but it's, it's that's what I listen to. I guess. No, no, I like it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But I like I like punk sometimes. Like uh uh somebody told me about uh uh New York dogs. Mm-hmm. Right? That's 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 that, that was like that's the first wave like, of the punk. That's like seventy eight, seventy nine. 
Okay, okay, okay. As yeah. before I was born, bro. We trying to do. <laughs> no, it's not. We, we were born before that. <laughs> so I was like, I, I kind of like that. That was cool. Uh, I like the Ramones. Yeah. Ramones are cool. Uh, for sure, yeah. And then, what do you think about uh, Green Day? Are they punk or not? They're bubblegum pop. Punk. Oh, okay. But, punk. They, okay, I mean, okay. dude, look, they're millionaires and they've achieved something, so it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like Blink-182. I mean, I mean, Blink-182's first album was really good, yeah. and then after that, they, they're way too commercial. Really? Yeah. That was like a, a little bit before my time. Like, I know I know them and everything. I know a couple of their songs. I probably know, like, their most famous songs. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, like, well, they didn't have any, if, like, first you either album. liked their song or you didn't like their song, so. Yeah. Um. Shakir, it's so nice to have you, like, throughout the whole thing and not having to leave. Yeah, me too. I'm so happy about that. It, it sucked, like, not, not, like, just having to leave. I, I was, like, I was, yeah, I was trying to, like, kind of scam my way through, like, the, the, not scam, but, like, No, you no, know, totally scam. Because like you're a scurvy extra, cone. Like you admitted yeah. you're a dirty cone. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, extra five minutes here and, like, Cut, like take my break and like you know like like uh, when i'm not supposed to and you know and and then and i ended up like managing and now it's even better because like you got changed the time and it's like perfect it's like even better it's like winning all around awesome so that's perfect yeah it there's a stain above you but <laughs> yeah 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 in every your, time, every time, <laughs> yep. No. I was in your pic, in your picture, is that you like being sworn in, or what is this? In the picture, yeah. Which one? Like when I turn off the? Yeah. Oh no! It's just it's just me at the bar flexing. <laughs> <laughs> but it did, yeah. It, there wasn't much flex, so so it looks like I'm I'm swear I'm being sworn in, but yeah. It do you promise yeah. to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but truth? So up, you guys, I do. <laughs> this was probably like one o'clock at night on like on a Friday night or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there's no no swearing in. Uh, that's funny. I didn't think about that. It was a while ago. Started five years ago. Yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Michael. Thank you, guys. Oh, what? I was just saying thank you, guys. Oh, thank you? Michael. Michael. I'm here. Whoa. All right. It's, uh, you you're, here. you're up. Awesome. First, uh, only the first five chapters. Okay. First five chapters. Okay. So... I restarted it when I found out we were reading it. Um, so, <laughs> as I said before, I love this book. Um, can you guys hear me okay? Yes, awesome. Can you go? Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, I really love this book. Um, I think a couple things that really stuck out is um, the type of leader Dantes is. Um, or Edmund, um, he's very humble, 
and hardworking and very professional. Um, and the people who work with him and work under him respect him. And that's something that I admire. Um, it's the type of person that I would like to be, um, where people are excited to uh, um, work with him. Some, something that stuck out to me was um, when his, his crew finds, finds out that Morel is going to be there um, at his wedding, um, they get all excited. They're like, surely this means he's going to be naming him captain. And they get all excited. Then they cheer Morel as he comes in. And I thought that was awesome because that's those are the only people cheering for for Edmund. Everyone else is plotting his downfall. Um, and I think it's interesting that the people who work under him are the only people who want to see him succeed. So I think that speaks loads about his his character. Whereas his peers or the people who are over him just want to see him fail. Because um, it's all jealousy. Yes. And, and, and watch the people around you today and see who's plotting for you to fall or waiting for you to fail because you're such... And you guys are all very good people. Like, we are blessed that we get to spend Tuesdays with you guys. And so I know in your hearts that you are good people. The world is full of bad people, and they may pretend to be your friends, and they may be your friends, but they're only your friends because there's no reason for them not to be your friends. This is where I, I believe you can't trust a human being in that you cannot trust what anybody else would do if they're dying or something has happened to them, what they will do to you. And you can't blame them for that because it's it's their life, right? But at the same time... You don't know what anybody is capable of or can do, so you have to protect yourself. And this book, I mean, in, in the first chapter, you see snakes everywhere that maybe, you know, oh, he's just drunk talking, oh, he's just this. Uh, no, these people, especially when they're drunk, if somebody's drunk and they're telling you things, that is the truth. <laughs> right? That is actually how they feel or what is going on. And so listen to this. If somebody's uh, an asshole when they're drunk, they're probably really an asshole, right? It reveals the inhibitions of who you really are, right? Mm -hmm. I just get happier and huggier and hug more people. I'm like, yeah. I love you, man, you know, yeah. because that's who I am. But watch people, listen to people, and they'll tell you everything you need to know about them. Mm -hmm. So people watch. Don't be a creep about it, though. No. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah. If you see a pretty girl, you can look once. Looking twice is then creepy. <laughs> okay. The third yeah. time is beyond. But you can go, <laughs> whoa, and then look the other way. Because mm -hmm. God made her or him, and beauty is beauty. So to not recognize it would be rude, but to stare at it would be <laughs> creepy. That's good rules to live by. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. It's funny how like sometimes people will actually tell you, like in, even even when you're not drunk, like uh, like as a joke, they'll say something. You know, they'll say something, and it's like you gotta take that in as in face value. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like that's there's truth to every joke, I guess. Yes, there is truth to every joke. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. 
I did like, I really liked what you said to Jonathan earlier, my brother Jonathan, um, <laughs> about um, listening to the people who don't like you when they say stuff and learning from that. Because um, I, I do think friends and family have blind spots. And I think we ourselves have blind spots. Because um, we're like, oh, no, we, I, you know, I kind of like myself, you know. And uh, I feel that way with training as well. Um, like you'll work with people or you'll work on your own and you'll be like, oh, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. And then, you know, for me, I'll like, I'll be like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. And I'll come out to like a water con session with you or a swimming session and be like, wow, okay, maybe I'm not that good. And so um, I think just not being proud, but taking pride in what you're doing, but not being proud of what you've done. I think it helps clear up some of those blind spots. Um, and that's what I've been trying to do with my training. Actually, from Alan Phillips' books, I've, I've been reading through that as well. Um, he talks about being like just honest with yourself when it comes to this stuff, uh, when it comes to your training. Um, something Jonathan told me at the very beginning of, of me starting looking at pararescue was he was like, there's no room for pride anywhere in this career field. He said, cause the moment you get proud or cocky is the moment someone dies. And he goes, so if you're really serious about this, you need to actually be serious about your training, about developing yourself as a person that can actually do this. Um, and I think that's just trying to figure out ways to decrease your blind spots. You know, like a, car developer you know mm -hmm. make it as as little as small as possible and then surround yourself with people who are like okay in all love you really suck at this like you need to improve at this um and i think that like this is a really group of people that are able to do that you know and i think you should like i don't know i love this community i enjoy the books i love this book um yeah yeah. That's awesome. You guys each come with a different aspect and a different angle to come at it, and yet it's an intelligent, well-spoken statement. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you. <laughs> awesome. So, Shanda? Shanda's also reading the book. Thank <laughs> you. And it's my first time reading the book. Um, Ooh, you're in for a treat. Yes, I am. I can sense that already. It made me kind of sad right off the bat because, you know, you see this this man who's just happy and just wants to do a good job and, you know, go see his dad and go see his girl. And um, we talked about this when we were driving the other day. You know, it's truth. It goes to the truth default theory where we assume that people are like us um, and people are not like us typically. And so like you all were talking about earlier, like being aware of your surroundings, being aware of the people that you're surrounding yourself with and just protecting yourself um, and being smart about those choices. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be a very interesting book. Um, and I also uh, like the uh, part about the gratitude. You know, you paid someone a debt and, the, you know, you don't owe them money, but I still owe you gratitude for the gesture. I think that's really important. 
Attitude of gratitude. Mm -hmm. So any uh, questions, comments, concerns, redirects, or anything else? Okay, I will take it as a no. I'll say, I'll say as far as the gratitude goes, mm -hmm. I am constantly blown away by the stuff that I've picked up from all of you guys, but specifically you. Mike and Shonda and the way that you've just poured your heart out and your energy out just constantly pouring it out I know I don't know I'm just amazed by it and humbled by it it's really cool um, and I really enjoy just being able to be like oh yeah like I know them you know <laughs> like, and uh, so I'm, I'm really thankful for you guys I'm really thankful for you guys thank you for showing up it it helps us to love what we do and and want to do more so we appreciate that thank you yeah awesome well next tuesday 7 30 central standard time 8 30 eastern chapter 6 through 10 and oh, or as good as you can, but if you can do six to ten, that would be really good. I understand if you have a book or, you know, life happens. Um, or, all right, if you have schoolwork and or work and are unable to uh, read the book, we would rather you have good grades and stuff like that. So we are not a cult. You can be first with other things. <laughs> we'll be second. We're good with that. Uh but read the book, enjoy, you have our number, so if anything needs to be said or whatever, you know, hit us up, and uh, thank you guys for coming. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Stay safe, have a good one. Bye, guys. You. Yeah. Thank right. you. Have good a great night, y'all. You guys, too. Thanks again, Mike Bye. and Shonda. Thanks, bro. Take care, have a great hey. week. Oh, yes.